Hey everybody, welcome to Money's No Object. I am your host, Dylan Howell. This is episode number 52 of our YouTube channel and podcast, and I could not be more excited to continue sharing with you guys personal finance topics that I think can help you move closer to financial freedom and work through issues that you may have in your own financial life. Today is something that I cannot stress enough, and it's one of the biggest indicators of long-term financial success, and that is paying off your home. I know it's not something easy. It's not something that seems attainable at all times, but it is something that will bring you so much peace, so much security, so much stability that you may even have trouble imagining it if you haven't gotten to that point yet. And so paying off your home is something that is so valuable and that can really, really bring you so much peace. And so we want to focus this entire episode on how we're going to pay off our home, why we want to pay off our home, and What's the next step? What do we do after that? Before we get started though, if you could go down below, hit the big red subscribe button. Also like this video and leave me any feedback, questions, or whatever you may have in the comments. Also, if you're listening on Apple or Spotify podcasts, make sure that you subscribe there and leave me a review. That way I I can see how you think I'm doing there. That'd be really, really awesome. Also follow me on social media at MNO with Dylan. And I I think it's just a really good follow and and you guys will really enjoy the things that I have to share with you guys day by day. I'm posting several times a day and and, uh, just, you know, giving you guys free content over and over again. That's what I'm about. I want to give you guys this free information so you can take it and use it to your best ability. And then lastly, if you do want to work with me one-on-one, if you want me to help you build a financial plan for you, then I can definitely do that. Just check out my website, www.mnowithdylan.com, and you can click on the Work with Dylan tab, and you can sign up for a financial coaching session there. Now let's jump right in to talking about home ownership. I want to start in one place, though, and it's not home ownership. Where I want to start is renting. And is renting okay? and I'm renting right now, and you're talking about home ownership, is this relevant to me? Well, renting is definitely okay, and it's best done in the short term. Now, I I want to make that clear. It's not something we want to do forever or in the long term, but it is a good short-term fix for a housing situation, for a a situation where you need housing, and let's say you are in debt, you don't have an emergency fund, you're struggling financially financially, you need to be renting. You do not need to be owning a home and having unnecessary costs. You need to be renting. And so renting is okay in those situations. But long-term, we do want to move towards home ownership. Because truth be told, you never feel quite as free as when your residence is your own and not something that you are paying somebody else just to live there. So I'll kick off talking about home ownership by saying this. You need to own a home. Long-term, you need to own a home. Renting forever is a dumb thing, like I just said. It's just not smart to be forever throwing your money into somebody else's pocket. You want your money to be benefiting you, and renting's not doing that, but it can be good in the short term, like I said. Now, a home is the largest asset that you'll own for a long time, and so it's going to give you some, you know, not free, but automatic net worth building that you're going to be doing as you are building equity in your home and making your payments. Even if you're not investing a ton at that point, or if you are still in debt and let's say you owned a home before you found out the things that I talked about, then you know you can still be building equity in that home by making your payment, but you won't be able to build 
real wealth with your other assets until you're out of debt, have your emergency fund and things like that. But this does give you some some free automatic wealth building and it's it's going to be beneficial to you long term and not in the way of creating income for you, but taking away expenses. And what this will do, what owning a home will do is it will create some financial strength for you while you worry about other things financially that take a lot more intentionality. Like investing takes a lot more intentionality. You have to choose to invest, what to invest in, all these types of things. Once you own your home, you're going to have to pay that mortgage. You're going to have to pay for your home month by month or you know, however much you're going to pay if you're paying more, whatever, really hitting on that mortgage hard. Well, you're going to have to pay for it until you own it. And so that's something that's going to be automatically happening while you're spending a lot of your mental capacity on things like, you know, like I said, if you own a home before you got out of debt, then you're going to spend your mental capacity on getting out of debt. Or if you are already out of debt and have an emergency fund, you're going to spend a lot of your mental capacity on investing and saving for your kids college and, and all these different types of things and, and really making goals for the future. But the home will still be there and will still be building equity. And that's a good thing for us. And the hope is one day you have a large paid for asset that is all yours and it brings security and peace to your financial life that you couldn't imagine. And we'll dig into what that looks like here long term. So real quick, my suggestions when you are going to purchase a home are to be out of consumer debt. Don't have any student loans, credit cards, car payments, all those types of things. Be out of consumer debt. Then put the mortgage on a 15-year or less fixed rate mortgage. And you may say, dang, well, that becomes a big payment. But you're going to pay so much less in the long term on a 15-year mortgage. And we'll, we'll talk about why that is in a video later this week as well. And then also you want to be putting 20% down unless you're a first-time home buyer, then just put down the most that you can or the minimum that is required and go ahead and get you a home and start building that equity in that home. But 20% down is a, is a really big thing so you can keep from having private mortgage insurance and um, that, that can be really, really tough depending on the type of mortgages you get. And we'll talk about those types of mortgages as well later this week. So you may say, well, Dylan, this is all fine and good, but how in the heck am I going to pay off my home? My mortgage balance is $250,000, $200,000, $150,000. It's a ton of money. You're right. It is a ton of money, but how can we go about doing this? Well, first of all, be out of debt. And why is that such a big deal? And I know I keep saying in every video, you need to be out of debt to do something. Well, be out of debt because the less payments that you have on debt and crap, the more payment you can make on your home to pay off your home early or quicker than you thought, or all, all these different types of things, you can pay off your home in a quicker fashion by not having debt payments. Also, having an emergency fund, because when you have an emergency fund, what you have is the ability to take care of things in cash, on purpose, up front. Because if you didn't have an emergency fund, and let's say every month you put $400 extra on your home, and that's the only discretionary income you were really dealing with, you know, maybe your budget's a little you know, tighter in that way. Well, you're putting, let's say $400 extra a month on your home. And then let's say a $500 expense pops up and you don't have an emergency fund or a proper one, then it's very likely that you're not going to be able to pay down on your home as quickly. So having an emergency fund is huge. And it also allows you to pay for things on the home, pay for things that are wrong with the home or that go wrong within your home that 
you don't have to worry about as much and you don't have to worry about that taking away from the money you actually use to pay your home off. And then you also should be working to invest for the future. And you may say, well, how is this going to help me pay my home off early? Well, it helps you to budget. It helps you to put your money in a place that is actually going to grow better for you over the long term. And it's going to show that you have money that's off limits for helping to pay off your home. Because we don't want us to get to this place where we buy a home and then just be gung-ho on the home and not invest anything in appreciating assets or assets that are creating incomes or things like that. We want to be doing both simultaneously because those assets are going to cause you to have a higher rate of return. It's going to grow and compound your money faster than paying off your home will. We don't want to get so caught up in paying off our home over the long term that we're just slugging along trying to pay off a home and losing this this opportunity to grow our money over the long term. We want to be doing that, but we also want to be paying off the home. We want to be doing those simultaneously. And so having that money already budgeted and already there will allow you to know, okay, that money's off limits. I'm not going to pay off my home with that. I'm going to have to find other discretionary monies in the budget. And then once you get to this point, then you can see how much should you actually put on your home. Well, what do I think you should put on your home? As much over that investing as possible. And you know I've said before, be investing at least 15% of your income. So whatever percent of your income you are investing, uh, anything past that uh, that you still have in your budget I would be throwing that at the house. But like I said, don't invest only and not pay extra because that can be detrimental. And make sure that you're budgeting this because if you fail to budget it, what will happen is you'll end up getting in a real tight, tight spot because you may think you can throw more at the house than you actually can. Uh, you may think that you can invest more than you actually can and, and things can get out of whack. Make sure you're writing it down, budgeting this out. Um, also, if you're not going to write down or budget out that you're going to put extra on the home, you won't do it. You will not do things that you don't write down or make a plan about. And so make sure that you actually make that plan. You put that down on paper or on a spreadsheet or whatever and say, that's how much I'm going to put on the home. Otherwise, you'll end up not putting that on your home. And then obviously, I just want you to be paying as much as you can to move the needle of time because you can get stuck in a mortgage for a long, long time. There are mortgages nowadays that they're giving out that are you know, they're introducing 40-year mortgages. That is crazy to have a 40-year mortgage. So we just want to move the needle. The sooner we can get that increase in discretionary income because we don't have housing costs that we had previously, the better. And then let's just not forget that your house is expensive, okay? Buying a home is expensive. Paying off a home is expensive, okay? So not paying extra on your home is actually going to be more expensive. And you can go check out, I have a tool on my website on the Tools for You tab at www.mnowithdylan.com and it's an amortization table and calculator that will allow you to, to look based on your different uh, mortgage specifications if you added a certain amount to your mortgage payment, how much quicker you could pay off your home and you can find that out there and you can also see how expensive it is to be paying that home off slower. And so uh, you can see that there. So your, your home is a very expensive thing. And the interest on a home is the most interest you'll ever pay. And we want to minimize that. And the way you do that is by paying off the home early. 
And then we also want to get rid of our biggest expense as soon as possible because that is your biggest expense and it's your biggest cost for most of your life is housing costs. And so the quicker we can get rid of that, the quicker we can actually have money to do with what we want. So why do we want to pay our mortgage off? Well, first off, if you keep your mortgage, you're going to stay in debt. Okay. And we want to be outside the bondage of debt as quickly as possible. And we don't want to have to deal with owing anybody or any company any kind of money. So it will keep you in debt if you keep your mortgage. Um, you also forego greater investment. So if you keep your mortgage, then you know that money could be used for investing elsewhere. And I'll show you an example later this week uh, in one of my videos where I'm talking about a comparison between investing or paying off the home and things like that. And then also you'll forego more giving. You'll forego being more generous because you have less discretionary income to do so. You'll also have less financial security and be able to have you know less emergency savings and less just discretionary spending. And this this is all things that are going to put a damper on. You can see why I call it financial bondage and and slavery to debt because it's holding you back from doing things that can benefit you long term. Because simply behaviorally, there's nothing better than paying off your home. And here's why: because you're an owner, not a consumer, right? We want to be owners of the things that we are controlling and the things that we invest in and things like that. We want to be owners, not consumers, because if you pay off your home, you own it. But as long as you're paying that mortgage, you're still a consumer to the bank, right? And even though you're building equity systematically, you don't own the home until you absolutely own the home then it's gonna bring about some positive emotions within you. You're gonna be really proud of yourself when you get your home paid off, and you're gonna feel like you can do a lot of things financially, that you have the confidence now to be able to push forward and invest more and push towards financial freedom uh, like never before. And then if you're also pushing towards that millionaire status, that, that net worth of a million dollars, then a home can go a long way towards doing that. I mean, if you have a $250,000 home that it, like it's worth $250,000 and you pay that thing off, you only have to have $750,000 elsewhere in order to have that million. And I know that's all of those are big numbers and that's a lot of money, but a lot of people's homes are cost $250,000. So you see that gets you a quarter of a way to a million automatically. So paying off that particular asset and actually owning it can be a big net worth booster and allow you to hit that millionaire status a lot quicker. Then also, just don't fight something that feels right. Like, it feels right to pay your home off. It feels right to not be in debt. It feels right to not owe other people money. And so don't fight that. Don't fight it for the sake of ease and for the sake of, I want to do these other useless things with my money. No, don't fight that. Do the right things and be able to look back long term and go, I did the exact right thing with my money because it's what felt right. It's what was right. So you may look at the title of this video and think, okay, paying off a home, good thing, I get it. But how is that financial freedom? And so that's the question I want to answer now is how is a paid off home financial freedom? Well, we've continuously talked about debt being bondage and not being a slave to debt, right? Well, if that's bondage and that's slavery, then being out of debt and being done with debt 
is freedom. So it allows you to be done with debt because at this point we've paid off all our other consumer debts and this will be the final straw as far as, far as debt goes. And then at this point, what's going to be happening is money is going to be flowing in consistently. You're going to have so much extra income to do with as you wish that you've never had before. And that gives you options. That gives you options to do things that you've never done before. And options are freedom. You have the freedom to choose what you are going to do with the extra money that you used to put on your mortgage. And so what do I mean by options? Well, now you have to try to maintain that financial balance that I have talked about previously. And the way you're going to maintain that balance is by picking some of this money to invest, some of this mortgage payment money that you now have every month, some of it to invest, some of it to spend on stuff and experiences that you want to have for yourself and your family, and then to ultimately give, to ultimately be generous. And so you want to maintain that balance with that extra money, but at the same time, a mortgage payment can be a lot of money. And so you choosing those percentages can be extremely helpful. I mean, if it's not out of the ordinary to have a $1,500 house payment. And so if you just went 500, 500, 500 uh, into those different buckets, and then you're investing an extra $500 a month, that is a ton of extra money that you're going to end up with in the long term. If you're giving $500 extra dollars a month, that is an amazing amount to be giving and you can start making a bigger difference with the money that you're giving. And then if you're spending or saving up to do something or to spend on something, 500 extra dollars a month, that's another $6,000 a year that you have to spend on you and your family doing things and buying things that you will enjoy together or that you enjoy by yourself if you're a single individual or if you're married, you and your spouse, whatever, you guys can enjoy more money in that way. And you see, you can just do so much more when there is no house payment. That's options. That's freedom. So is this even possible? Is it even possible to pay off your home? Because once again, all this sounds good, but can you really do it? Well, it, it does kind of seem impossible because the numbers are so large. We get intimidated by large numbers. We see all those zeros tacked on at the end and we're just like, it's a lot of money. I'll never get there. We underestimate ourselves. You have to understand first and foremost that it is a long-term game. It's not something that's going to be done today or tomorrow or next week or next month, unless you're already really close to paying off your mortgage, in which case it may be next week, next month, whatever. But if you're just kind of in the beginning of owning a home and you want to know how you're going to get this thing paid off in a reasonable amount of time, it seems daunting, but you have to know that it's a long-term game. That's why looking at that calculator on my website can help you so much because it can give you an exact point at which you'll pay off your home. And you can be able to, you know, you can mess with the numbers and realize, okay, that's exactly when I'm going to pay off my home and have a vision and have a plan. Because if you don't have that vision, you can't wrap your head around these numbers. It seems pretty impossible to do. And this is a big thing, but you can do big things. You've already done big things. If you're at this point, then what have you already done? You've already paid off all your consumer debt. That's a big thing. You've built an emergency fund of four to six months of expenses. That is a big, big thing. You have invested at least 15% of your income and are still investing at least 15% of your income. That is a huge, huge thing for your long-term financial success. So you've already done big things. You can do more big things. And it's okay if it takes a little while. We're not 
just rushing, rushing, rushing to get this done, but it needs to get done in a timely manner. That way you can build wealth without any hindrances over the long term. Then a reason that this is going to seem impossible to a lot of people is because most people just don't do it. Most people don't care to pay off their mortgage. Most people are just comfortable making their payment and moving along and you know just getting caught in this rut. But most people aren't wealthy and most people aren't building wealth over the long term and most people aren't doing the things that need to be done to put themselves in the position of financial strength and financial freedom. And so don't look at what most do and say, oh, that it's impossible because nobody else is doing it. No, it's possible but they treat it as if it's impossible because just like you, they got intimidated by the numbers. They don't want to take as much responsibility for their financial life. And now that you're in a place where you want to take that responsibility, then you're going to be different. You're going to look different. You're going to do weird things that your friends and family aren't doing. That's fine. Those are the right things to do. What they're doing is remaining in financial bondage, financial weakness. And we want to be out of that. We want to be in financial freedom, financial strength. Now, let's be clear about this, though, and I've said this before. When you go about trying to pay off your home early, you will get backlash. I mean, since others don't do it, many will scoff at it. Many will say, hi, you can't pay off your home early. Yes, you can. You listen to this video. Yes, you can. And then some will be proud, but they're probably weird people too, right? So that's the kind of feedback you'll get from them. You'll get good feedback, but you know they're probably financially weird just like you are, and that's a good thing. Um now, don't get me wrong, your accountant might look at you and go, oh, well, you won't get this deduction or whatever. Forget that. That's you know stepping over dollars to pick up dimes. I, I'm not about that. What I want to do is get out of this debt, and that's going to save me money in the long term. So accountant, sorry, that's just how it is. Uh, and then your financial advisor wants your money, right? That That's kind of backlash you're going to get from them. Your financial advisor wants you to be investing that money with them now and so you're going to get a lot of feedback some of it positive some of it negative and um, i want you to be able to look at it in the face and make some logical decisions and some logical judgments and listen to the right people trust the right people and uh, just be able to to have a good plan that you're following and not be so worried about what other people think or what other people say that you don't do the right things in your own financial life so then what happens when you do pay off your home well there's not a whole lot left, but there's probably a whole lot of time and a whole lot of managing your money left. And so what ends up happening once you do get to that point where you pay off your home is it's really gravy. I mean, you have so much discretionary income coming in now that you can do a lot of huge, huge things with your money. Your, your giving, your saving, your spending can be outrageous on all counts. You can make big impacts on your own life and the lives of others that you just couldn't make before. And I want you to be having fun. Make sure that even if you're somebody who's just hardcore saving and paying off the house and all this kind of stuff, make sure you have fun. Make sure you enjoy the money that you have now because that's what we want to do over the long term. Why do we save money? Why do we you know, put all these things in place? It's so we can actually enjoy what we have and we can actually do it in a way that will not allow us to, to feel the pain in the long term, but will allow us to be able to enjoy it and be glad and be joyful with what we have. And then push towards the finish line really hard. I mean, there's there's not a financial finish line until you're dead and gone. There is no financial finish line. You're always having to manage your finances in some way. So there is no financial finish line, but push towards retirement. Push towards these milestones 
in your life. Push towards you know doing certain things and being able to uh, set these goals that you want to do. If you want to you know go build a house in the mountains, then by all means make that a goal and and set that as something that you want to do when you're past this point. And um, you can really start to dream really big when you don't have any payments, when you don't owe anybody any money. Uh, when you are in a place of, a, of financial strength, you can start thinking really big and really outlandish. And it's okay because it's all possible and you know it is because you've done big things. You can do more big things. And then I'll just say, keep the train going. I mean, keep budgeting, right? Don't ever stop budgeting. Budgeting is not something that you should ever stop doing. Stay out of debt. Keep your emergency funds you know, at an adequate amount based on what your income and your expenses are. Make sure that you're investing and, and pushing more and more into investments. Make sure that you're giving generously. Make sure you're enjoying your money. Do all of these things and do them all in perpetuity because any of those things that fall off the tracks can derail you a bit financially. Now, don't get me wrong. When you're at this point of financial freedom and you make a mistake or you do something, um, it's not going to hurt as bad because you're in this place of strength already. Um, but we don't want any setbacks now. Now we just want to pick up steam and just push harder and harder and harder. Um, and that doesn't mean that you have to be more intense than you've been in the past. That just means you can throw more money at things than, you, than you've ever done in the past. So paying off your home is part of the financial action plan. And it's something that I've said time and time again that is a vital part of long-term financial success. It is a vital part of building wealth over the long term. And I don't want you to miss out on that ability to do so. I don't want you to miss out on the opportunities that are in front of you if you will just take advantage of them, if you will just believe that it can happen. That, that's half the battle with paying off your home and paying it off early is that you believe that you can do it. And when you look at things that can open up your life financially to so many more possibilities and options, paying off your home has to be towards the top of the list because this thing just gives you options upon options upon options once you've paid it off. And ultimately, you'll just be able to find peace in the fact that you don't owe anyone money. You don't have to you know, conform to anything that a bank tells you to do or that a lender tells you to do. You own your home. You own everything that you have. And you don't have to answer to anybody but yourself, your spouse, and your family. And that is such a great place to be and such a position of strength to move forward financially with much confidence and just really push towards whatever goals that you have financially and whatever goals you've set for yourself because you can do it now. So hey, don't forget to go down below and subscribe. Hit the big red subscribe button. Like this video. Leave me any feedback in the comments if you have not already. If you're listening to this on Apple or Spotify podcast, make sure that you subscribe to this show and uh, leave me any reviews that you can there. Also, follow me on social media at MNO with Dylan. That's a really good follow. I put out new tips and tricks and information every day uh, that I think can be, be really useful to you financially. Uh, also, if you want to work one-on-one -on -one and uh, allow me to uh, coach you financially and help you build a financial plan for yourself and walk through that plan, uh, then I'd be more than glad to help you to do so. Uh, just go to my website, www.mnowithdylan.com, click on the Work with Dylan tab, and you can pick the financial coaching session uh, type that you think would work best for you. And then tune in tomorrow as I talk about the importance of not being house poor uh, because that can really set you back financially. So we don't want to be house poor at any turn.
So hey, thanks for tuning in to this episode of Money's No Object. I'm your host, Dylan Howell. God bless.